Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty Declare, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in today. What's up, Patreon? I'd like to thank the squad, aka Matt Nafe, at Matt Nafe. Thank you, brother. Also, I'd like to thank the Angels. I'd like to thank Chris Pierce, at Chris Pierce 103. Today, I'm going to bring in a quick fact from the LA Times. Uh, single-use plastics frequently do not make it to a landfill or are recycled. A full 32% of the 78 million tons of plastic packaging produced annually is left to flow into our oceans. The equivalent of pouring one garbage truck of plastic into the ocean every minute. This is expected to increase by 2 per minute by 2030 and 4 per minute by 2050. By 2050, this could mean that there will be more plastic than fish in the world's oceans. Choosing to buy products with less packaging or no packaging altogether makes a big difference. I don't even want to like, I don't even touch the future projections. That's already an issue. And if you can make the the option, you know, bring a reusable bag. Don't buy a plastic bag. If you do buy a plastic bag, make sure you at least recycle it. It's, Try and do your part to reduce your single-use plastic use. Would also like to thank Mason Tim at the Bearded Bear 95 and Boyan Antonoff at Boyan V. Antonoff. Now this uh, this month is going to be kind of fun for me. Well, it's going to be really fun for me. I uh, our friends Mason and Matt and Boyan, you know, all the Patreon supporters, all former guests of the show, are doing November. Yes, even Mason with his incredibly hairy face. It's now rosy-cheeked and bald chin, Mason. And they've posted a Movember page, and they've already raised $365 to uh, towards pro- uh, prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. And I think that's awesome. And I think a cool thing that we could do this month is donate All of the Patreon support that I get for this show, it's going to go to their Movember page. So as of right now, that's $46. But I'm going to take that one step further. I'm going to double whatever the Patreon support is and donate that to their Movember page. So as of right now, they're going to get $92 at the end of this month. But I know that we can do better than that, and I'm going to need your help to do that. So if you want to contribute to this Movember page, you can obviously do it directly through. Or if you want to you know, get two birds stoned, you can donate to the show, or I guess support the show, at patreon.com slash the declaration online. And any Patreon support that comes this month will go directly to their Movember account. Um... Yeah, I think this is a cool initiative. It's not necessarily a new initiative, but I love how the movement keeps going. And I'm always here for facial hair based uh, websites. So that's great. Um, You know, I want to make a goal of getting that number up to $200. So we would need about $50 in support from um, you, dear listeners. Um, And just remember with Patreon, it is a monthly donation or and or support whatever term you want to use so it's not just a one-time type thing so just keep that in mind and i would love to 
yeah, double your donation, double your support to help a good cause. For the mental health check this week, you know, I really don't have much to say. <laughs> and uh, I know some of you are probably like, yes, finally, he's going to be quiet. But uh, I, I've just found myself really just being aware this week. Um, just looking at myself and like, you know, my thoughts, my feelings, my behaviors, not with like judgment or pity or like sadness that I did something, but more so just looking at it with some acceptance and some curiosity. Like, huh, I didn't want to get up this morning. I wonder why that was. Well, last night I stayed up pretty late, so I was obviously tired and maybe I didn't drink enough water yesterday, so that might have affected it. I haven't had a vegetable in a day, so maybe that's... And I'm just... I'm not coming at myself with any kind of self-judgment this week, which is very nice. It was just... It was a nice time to look at myself and try and understand why I'm in the situation that I'm in and try to improve that as much as I can. Or not even improve, just maintain, because right now my mental health is in a good place. And I know I'm proud to say that because it wasn't always that way. So yeah, that really that's all I got to say for the mental health check. It's just it's been a good week. I hope that you've had a good week. And I know I had a great podcast with the one and only Caleb Oliver. Uh, after this sh- at the end of the show, you're gonna hear that uh, we started our own second podcast. It's uh, Caleb's baby. It's called Rated with Caleb and Ty, and uh, I'm going to try and get that first episode out on this Thursday, so check wherever you get your podcast for that, um, yeah, Rated, and uh, we we explain it in the show. You're going to have to listen to the whole show to figure it out. Sorry. Um, I will post whatever links I can in the show notes and what have you, and yeah, I will keep you updated next week as well, but let's get to it. Head on over to iTunes, give the show a quick rating, give me a subscription, and let's build this listenership. Tell a friend, tell a family member, you know, give it, give it, tell your dog, like tell someone about the show. Uh, let's extend the show's reach and see what we can do for Movember. Uh, yeah, I will see y'all next week with another great show. I have a couple of great guests lined up for us and I can't wait to give it to you. But for right now... We're going to be talking to the H2 Pro, the one and only Caleb Oliver. Hey, we're back. Caleb Oliver, Ty Declare. Sober October is over. It is over. No, remember November is here. Yeah, over sober October. How's it going, man? Um, good, good. Happy to be uh, enjoying a beer with you again. Absolutely, it's been a while. Yeah, it's yeah. been a minute. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've uh, both been doing the H two Bros movement. Um, well, you were. Yeah, <laughs> I had a I had a weekend where I wasn't the H two Bro. But I learned something from it, so I guess that's like worth something. That's important. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, what was? Uh, I guess what? How's your month been? It was good. Um, it it was uh, that that party that we went to at the start, where we both yeah. where we discovered that we were both doing sober October. Yeah. Was a challenge. Yeah. Um, 
and like back the first few times I did this, it was like the joke was to convince myself I'm not an alcoholic. I know I'm not an alcoholic. It was a joke, right? This time around was really to see if I could still have fun without it. And I can't. I, however, hit my limit of how much I can tolerate drunk people mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm sober, yeah. right? Because I got, you know, I ended up getting pinned down, engaged in some conversations that when I was the drunk guy, I was the one, like, I was the CEO of that conversation. Yeah. But as the sober guy, I was like, I can't fucking do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is just yeah. a bit too much for me. Yeah. And, and still getting, <laughs> you were there, getting covered in beer. Yeah. It, oh <laughs> the one time God. I'm not drinking at the party, I'm like, oh, I got to drive home in these clothes that are <laughs> soaked in beer. <laughs> There's something about being sober and seeing someone hit a can of beer over their skull. And then spraying everyone in the vicinity. That just makes you not... It's the first time I've ever seen the can explode. That's fair. It was memorable. That's fair. <laughs> it was oh, awesome. Was it also your brother that had exploded? No, it was my cousin. Your cousin, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. We, we are thick-skulled people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're Neanderthals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was... Um, if, I, if I could, like, change one thing, it would be to go to less parties during Sober October. Mm. But, yeah, um, I remember you saying, like, I wanted to, like get to a point where i feel comfortable going to a party and not feeling like i need alcohol yeah i thought that was that was interesting for me a big part of that what like is just having something in my hands right because everybody else does right and so bringing my water bottle there and like i drink a lot of water i probably drank three liters of water during that party because i felt the compulsion to be drinking something the whole time and having that nalgene bottle and that nice filtered water at their place that I could drink was a huge help, right? right? Um, and it coined, we coined the term H2 Bros, yeah. right? Well, you coined the term. I coined the term. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, but it, it, was, it was about both of us. Yeah. It was an, it's an inclusive term. That's fair. We are the H2 Bros. We are the H2 Bros. <laughs> we are water. Um, no, it was, yeah, it was definitely an experience. And, uh, yeah, some of the conversations that night. Yeah, I, that night specifically, it was... <laughs> It was rough to, <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. a bystander or some of them are like when people get too close to talk to you and their breath just reeks of like alcohol and chicken wings or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's just not. Well, a good and one. getting pinned into a corner, which happened to me once, and it was like I don't know how. And, and and these are people I love. These are people I know. Yeah. It's like man, if I was drinking, I'd be so into this conversation, yeah. but I am not. Yeah. It's just and headspace. You know, my friend texted me. Was like, hey man, do you want to play PUBG? And I was like. Yeah, that sounds better. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave and do that. <laughs> yeah, I uh, th- that was one of the things that was interesting is and like I've had this experience the last couple times of it's over October was once you put down something like alcohol or, or weed or whatever it is, you like pick up other hobbies and like you get super into those other things. Typically for me, that becomes like exercise or like video games or something. Like, what, what was that for you? Oh, definitely exercise. Like, yeah. and. That's been a big part of my life the past year, right? Um, and I, I had it a bit easier at the start. I think like right after that party, I got sick, mm-hmm. and I was sick as a dog for about ten days. I just was it was all my nasal, right? I still have some some lingering stuff, so had no interest in drinking because mm-hmm. of that, right? All I wanted to do was work, which I could do from home, thank God, or I would have been calling in sick doing that and then i just wanted to go to bed right so it's like i had no (laughs) allure to drink for the first i mean after that party it was about two weeks 10 days two weeks of just like "Eh, whatever i hardly even noticed right 
and then it was when I started getting better and people are going out doing stuff and it's like man I don't want to go like I can't drink like yeah. I'm, I'm going to be there for 20 minutes I'm going to want to go home yeah. so like it just you know to me it was uh, but you know you learned I learned something mm-hmm. right and trying really hard to be an interesting guy while still being sober yeah. um, is the is the big part as I gulp my <laughs> mm. drinking propellers galaxy by the way best mm. beer in the world yeah, I have uh, some Pump House Belgian Saison. Mm. Never had it before, but it's pretty good, actually. I got the Vitamin O for the backup. <laughs> vitamin uh, O, yeah. That's an Oland import for all those not from Nova Scotia. All the non-Nova Scotians. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a very interesting month. Um, yeah, the first two weeks, I think I had four Thanksgiving get-togethers. Oh, God. And, like, it's it was... Tamed for a couple of them because, like, it was around some family and especially like older family members, so there wasn't like the huge draw to drink. But, like, we have different families, that's that's all my family does. Fair enough. Um, it was, it is definitely weird being like the one person not drinking, and it was definitely helpful having Bria do it with me as well. That was that was huge. Um, but yeah, getting to that like three week mark, that's when I went to Liverpool, and that's when like the the, the whole bender weekend happened. Well, it wasn't a bender weekend. It was like a night. Yeah, um, but but like, that kind of lines up with what you were saying. Like you know, first two weeks were whatever because you were sick. And yeah, then the, and then well, yeah, and yeah. like good on you for falling off and then getting back on mm-hmm. because for me, I know that if I mm-hmm. if I have that one drink, yeah. months over, yeah. whatever, I'm done. Yeah. I didn't make it the thirty days. What's the point, right? Yeah. And that's just who I am. I can't believe you were able to have a, a, a mess up, right? And then get right back on it because I would have just thrown it in the towel. Yeah. Um, and, and like looking back on it now, that's like one of the things I was actually most not even proud of. Just like it, it, it sticks with me now. That is something to be proud of. That's though. fair. Yeah. Like to to just not let a setback defeat you, right? Yeah. I mean, talk about like a theme of my life. Like mm. one little set like mess up maybe beating myself up over it forever and then just like kind of compensate for that but and it just comes a vicious cycle of of crap right um but yeah like that's so the friday night went to liverpool had a rip roaring party for another thanksgiving thing and then the saturday morning woke up and um a lot of people there were stoners so like we we smoked weed in the, in the next day as well and i was sitting there and i was like Hmm. Like <laughs> I feel super insecure right now. Yeah. And like now, like the first night it was like this is this is nice, you know, relax, being a part of whatever. Second day it was like all those like little insecurities start to creep back in. And I'm like, that's the thing I don't like about using. Is like when you start to doubt yourself, when you feel like like that confidence of I got this slip away. And then that kind of lines up with what's Bria's cousin Isaac, who you know, obviously. His big thing is not letting anything mess up how he gets to work. Like, he wants to be 100%, you know, uh, brain firing at top capacity when he gets to work. And he will schedule his drinking and, like, weed use, basically, around that. Yeah. And Which, if you have that yeah. type A personality and you can do that, then yeah. awesome, all the power to you. And, like, that was one of the things that helped me get back on track was being, like okay, I want to see how I react coming this next week now that I, you know, did that thing on Saturday morning. And, like, for the first day, I was not there. Yeah. 
And then as I, you know, got back into the sober routine, my, my brain came back and I was like, I don't like not having my brain there. Yeah. And the, that's where it became like a super big learning experience for me. Yeah. Well, and like, as we grow older, the hangovers last longer, right? Like when I was 19, 20, first year of college, I could drink six days straight mm-hmm. and hardly even notice, right? Like I'm going to drink one growler here mm-hmm. and I guarantee tomorrow morning I'm going to feel like crap, yeah. right? Because, you know, knocking on 30's door and it's just like, yeah, these are starting to get worse and worse. And I'm going to a concert tomorrow. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, I'm going, I'm, and for everybody listening, um, I waited until today yeah to drink yeah no he had like the sober october plus three basically and i think it was like five or six days before october i hadn't drank i'm coming up on five six weeks here yeah um so yeah i'm going off the rails real quick (laughs) (laughs) and like now how do i say this i'm not a man of god i'm not a religious man at all watching my two favorite sports teams in the world be god-awful in the Denver Broncos and the Ottawa Senators, Senators more than Broncos, really felt like somebody was testing me through mm-hmm. the month of October. <laughs> it was kind of like, like I got to watch a Broncos game sober and watch Garrett Bowles get five holding calls a game and watch, oh man, watch Joe Flacco with the intensity of a fucking caterpillar just out there like, Oh, man, that look on his face that he always looks like he just ate a piece of chicken he doesn't quite trust. <laughs> like, and then it's like, ah, beer would be nice right now. <laughs> oh, quick side note. Shout out to Joe Flacco for just, like, saying, like, a, hold a big middle finger to the entire Broncos yeah. organization. Like, that dude, you're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. It's not hard to get into field goal range. Duh. Do it. <laughs> like, get into field goal range. Then you can complain oh yeah. uh, how did you even become a broncos fan um That's so my dad uh was always a fan of a player mm. growing up and it was a huge john elway fan mm-hmm. right as everybody was during that era he was incredible he was the tom brady of his of his day right and so he would he would align himself with a player and then stick with that team mm-hmm. right so growing up he was a he was a huge Bobby Orr fan. So he was a Bruins fan, but then we moved to Ottawa and he became a Senders fan and decided to plague his child with an unsuccessful team instead of allowing me to grow up a Bruins fan and enjoy championships. Right. Instead, I got to watch the worst owner in the history of sports. Um, Well, you did get that one Super Bowl. I got a Super Bowl and that was incredible. Right. And, and that was awesome because I was in, I was deep in Seahawks territory when they won that. And the entire bar wasn't so much cheering for the Panthers as they were cheering against the Broncos. And to just stand up and just metaphorically give the finger to the entire bar was awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, until the Raptors won last season, I, that was my only championship I'd ever experienced. Yeah. Right? Out of curiosity, what was it like here when the Raptors won? I mean, I was in a basement. I So... I had agreed to a board game night mm-hmm. before I realized what day it was. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of got guilted into sticking to that plan. Okay. So whilst we did the board game night, I had a tablet to the left of me watching the game. And then when it got to the final minute, I was like, no board games are happening right now. I'm watching this. And I don't know. Did you watch the, oh, the yeah. final game? Oh, yeah. That last 10 seconds where they just robbed the Raptors of that... 
mm-hmm. hurrah. Like, yeah. I was screaming. Yeah. I was slamming my chair. I was just like, let them win. Just let them win. Yeah. Stop saying, with this shit. Stop calling these penalties. Just let them win. I'm yeah. sick of it. So, um, yeah. getting all heated. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, and, and, I 100% admit to being a bandwagon fan of the Raptors. I've always been kind of like in the back of my head a Raptors fan because I'm a diehard Patriot. Sure. But midway through last season, mm-hmm. I watched every single game I could. I was like, this team is special. Mm-hmm. This is going to be mm-hmm. – they're going to win. I knew it. Right? And there's nothing wrong with that because that's what gets you into exactly. the sport. And I've been watching every game of this season. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm a basketball fan now. Yeah. Right? And yeah. like Fred Van Vliet is – my spirit animal. Yep. I am a fan of an underdog more than anything. Guy mm-hmm. was undrafted and is mm-hmm. playing out of his mind right now. Yeah. And is like has cemented himself in the Raptors starting lineup. Like him and Lowry, it's like mm-hmm. we are a threat at the three, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I, I love I love basketball now. Yeah. And it took the championship for me mm-hmm. to be like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Let's do this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like, even in, like, I was curious about here, because, like, in Vancouver, we went out to, like, you know, once the game was over, we are like, let's go out, like, Toronto looks crazy, maybe, like, downtown Vancouver will be crazy. No. Absolutely no, no. one. Like, we, we went out to a restaurant, like, there was, like, actual Raptors fans in the restaurant, and we're, like, looking out in the streets, there's no one in the streets, we're like, mm, what's going on? I'm getting snaps from my buddy Mal in Toronto, like... Yeah, and, and the, the, the whole city was going off. Absolutely, <laughs> like, anarchy, it was amazing. And then we go out on the streets. By the way, I'm wearing like a faux silk shirt, no buttons done up. Like I'm living my best life and I'm getting weird looks from people. Meanwhile, I'm just going to the street. Let's go Raptors. <laughs> right? Like I was living my best life and no one else was there with me. I mean, I feel you, man. I watched yeah. it on a 10 inch tablet screen while I was playing Ticket <laughs> to Ride. Like it was, it was dedication. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm in my Raptors gear and, and just. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone there looking at me like, why is he getting so fucking angry? <laughs> so what else uh, did you learn from Sober October? Yeah, I guess we can't talk about sports forever, right? Yeah, we can. Um, I mean, people might not listen, but we'll see. So, like, the first the first test was that party, but it wasn't really even a test. I was fine being sober at that party um, because um, <laughs> my good friend Lucas Doucette, mm-hmm. who I will call out right now, I don't know if you want to bleep that, but... Um, <laughs> Had one of the one of the greatest moments in vomit history that I've ever that's experienced. A, that's a top five moment. And, and like, well, I, we all knew it was coming, yeah. right? We saw yeah. how quickly and what he was consuming. And when you, you can when only you, physically consume so much, when you beer bong a tall can of Colt Forty Five. It's coming up at some yeah. point, right? Yeah. Especially as, like, the sober ones in the room. We're doing some math in our heads <laughs> exactly. real quick. Like, mm. right. And I saw the guy sit down, and I was like, that is not the posture yeah. of a confident man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and again, going back to Isaac, what an absolute beauty to oh, help him clean that up. Absolute legend. Um, but I, I will this give isn't the content people come for. No, but I will give Lucas this. He cleaned up. He, he did, he, he and rallied. he rallied. Yeah, he rallied both in the sense of rallying for the party and rallying to make sure that he cleaned up. Yeah, himself. and I I think like that will go down as one of the greatest moments in boot and rally history mm-hmm. because he was cleaning up and I, I went and knocked on the door and I said, are you done, man? I got to take a piss. 
and he looked at me with this fire in his eyes, and then he realized I was joking. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and I handed him a can of Keith's, and he drank it. Right, like an absolute legend in my books. I love the guy. Absolutely. Um, so that was the first test. Really, was that party? The second test uh, was when a friend of mine came over to my place, and we were having a mellow night, and he brought a few beers with him, mm-hmm. and. The beer he brought was, again, the beer I'm drinking currently, Propeller's Galaxy, Mm -hmm. and it is the best beer I've ever drank. Mm -hmm. If I could pick one beer to drink for the rest of my life, it would be that. Um, Shout out, because they do great things down there. Um, And constantly, like, hey man, you want one? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. messing with me, but like, I feel like, because it's my friend Winston, I feel like if he thought I would actually take it, he would be like, nah man, don't you don't want to but to just have someone constantly being like you want one right yeah really to to have to say no (laughs) was it was a real struggle for me um and you know you you learn a lot and uh lost a decent amount of weight that i'm actively trying to put back on so nice (laughs) via liquid calories yeah yeah like i said drinking craft beer is like drinking a loaf of bread yeah it's a tasty loaf of bread oh so good um yeah no that's um that's very I guess, similar to most of my experience with Sober October too. Like it's easier to say no when you make a decision to say, I'm not doing this. Yeah. When you try and go like, I'll have one or two. Yeah. And that's, that's a slippery ass. Well, thing. and that has kicked me in the ass more than once, right? Like I'll go for a couple and then I don't remember what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's happened. That it happened to me several times in my life. Right. And a month of clarity is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I found myself bored. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I was bored because I wasn't going out mm-hmm. because I was like, eh, I don't want to, you know, um, I don't want to go out and be like, no, nah, sorry, I'm not drinking. And my plan was like, if I do end up going to a bar or something, I'm going to get, sir, I'm going to get like tonic in like a short glass. So I don't have to answer that question. Why aren't you drinking? Yeah. Right. It just looks like I'm having a drink. Right. Um, like get the, the solo cup with water in it or something. Yeah, there you go, yeah. right? Like, just yeah. to make it look like... Like, so people don't think you're weird for not for not engaging, right? Yeah, that's that's one of the weird things is I found myself trying to, like, explain to people, like, no, no, I'm cool. I'm just choosing not to do this <laughs> well, right And now. when you tell people you're doing Sober October, like, I've had I've had people just be like, oh, do you, do you have a problem? Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. No, this is just sort of a, like a... I'm testing myself, yeah. right? Well, I guess we're going to find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, who knows? <laughs> I mean, I go to sleep every night sweating and crying, but, I mean, that's not, like, totally abnormal. <laughs> yeah. At least I'm not crying in the shower anymore. Yeah, that's an improvement. Yeah, no. Um, it's just... It's such a an interesting thing where you don't have... I don't call it a crutch, but like you know, the thing that you—it's a crutch. Yeah, sure. To to me, it's a crutch. Sure. Like, but the the thing that you like fill your time with, and like you don't even think about it. But when you're sober, like you're saying, you're sitting there bored, and you have to fill your time with something. Yeah. Like you're saying, that's where like the gym came in for you. Oh, the gym was like I I had some of my best workouts in the month of October, and that was because I was shedding weight like crazy Mm -hmm. because. I'm pretty sure I carry around 10 to 20 pounds of beer weight at all times, right? And I clocked in at the lowest I've been in years, and I was going to the gym, and I was constantly pushing myself, but the the unfortunate part was being sick at the same time, mm-hmm. was because I lost 10 straight days of not going to the gym, yeah. and if you know me right now, like, the gym is my life, yeah. right? I work nights, 
I get to see my friends maybe once a week. Other than that, I'm going to the gym five days a week, right? Mm-hmm. And to not be able to for a week and a half was horrible. Rough. Right? And I lost all this progress that I had made, right? Which I'm now making back. But, um, yeah, I was just kind of putting, investing more of my, not more of my time because it was regular time, but more of my mental time, mm-hmm. more of my off time into, okay, what am I going to do at the gym tonight to maximize my potential, right? It was thinking about new supersets I could do and thinking about like, okay, if I do this and this and this, you know, um, ended up doing a bit more cardio than I normally did, uh, during the month of October. And I think it was just cause I mean, now I'm working, I was working till 11 o'clock. Right. And it's like, when I get off, it's like, no one's going to hang out at 11 (laughs) o'clock at night. Right. On a Monday. Okay. I'm going to go to the gym for two, three hours. Right. And and it's awesome. I love working out at night because there's nobody there. I'm not waiting for any machines. I got into benching, which I hadn't been doing. Nice. Which is uh, now on chest day. That's kind of like, okay, how much am I putting on the bench? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm becoming one of those guys, unfortunately. Nice. But. It, it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's that's absolutely it. Right? Is like you just start to change. I guess what you go after, in a sense. Like you, um, you need to fill this time with something. Yeah, and, and, and you, my Fridays and Saturdays used to be like, where is everybody going drinking, yeah. right? It's like, where am I going to go to meet up with my friends so we can consume alcohol, yeah. right? Which is, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. Like, I'm not trying to say that I'm a purist and that I'm not going to do that anymore. Because mm-hmm. I am going to do that. I love doing that. Yeah. But it was nice to have to look inside and be like, okay, what am I going to replace that yeah. with, right? Yeah. And just like most stuff in my life right now, I replaced it with time at the gym. I think like we're, we're similar in a way too, where like we might obsess about things a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Like over this month, I guess one of the hiccups that came up with the podcast specifically was I would get to a point where it's like, crap, it's Saturday and my my guest just canceled on me or I haven't scheduled a guest yet. Like, what am I going to do? And then I kind of scramble and rush out a show and then I don't feel the best about it. This month, I've just been like scheduling like some two great weeks episodes ahead. this month, by the way. Thank you very yeah. much. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. And like, I think it's because I'm planning ahead more and I'm like, I, you know, making it a priority. Yeah. Um, and, I, and when I reached out to you, I was like, I, because we both did Sober October, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, we joked about like, you're Joe Rogan, I'm Tom Segura, yeah. right? Was, was the joke at the party. But I was like, I was like, man, like that would be a good episode, like mm-hmm. for us to get together and mm-hmm. talk about our experience. And mm-hmm. I mean, to do a to do a sequel episode, uh, if you would, mm-hmm. this quick after my first time on, mm-hmm. it's just like, you know what? I'll throw it out there, see if he's interested. And mm-hmm. you just grabbed onto it. You were like, yeah, totally, absolutely, like, great idea, right? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, spoiler: I'm also just waiting for people to say like, hey. Invite me on the show. I'm like, yes, come on the show. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I was absolutely stoked. It's a great idea. Yeah. And like like you said, we, we both learned a lot from this month. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I learned that, yes, I do struggle in social situations sober, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And as people are probably noticing right now, I get a little alcohol in me. I can't shut up, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, but we, we appreciate that on a podcast, at least. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's not going to be a lot of dead air this week. No, sure. yeah, finding the right situations to to booze up is definitely something good. Yeah. So we talked a lot about like 
what you did to like fill your time how how did you find your like emotions were honestly like pretty normal yeah. um because i don't drink during the week mm-hmm. generally like there there'll be days when and i know it's not a great way to be but when i have a super stressful day and i'm like i just need to drink a beer mm-hmm. and, and it's not like the beer is like a magic pill that's gonna make me feel better but it's like it you yeah. know it, it mellows me out a little bit great yeah. um so to not have that on the stressful nights mm-hmm. was kind of rough, but uh, for the most part, it was just business as usual. And like I said, being sick, I was yeah. drugged up. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I was on, I was on Nyquil the whole time, right? right? <laughs> and basically just waiting until there was a half an hour left in my shift so I could pop my Nyquil, knowing that as soon as I was off my shift, it was get in bed, yeah. put some reruns of the office on, mm-hmm. and just go to sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the way the night should end with really? office reruns in the background. Well, and now that I'm doing this this really messed up schedule, like I've had to I had to order noise canceling earplugs and mm. blackout curtains for mm. my room because I have to sleep till noon. Man, blackout curtains are the bomb. It's a game changer, yeah. <laughs> right? Like because I sleep like a baby until noon, mm-hmm. which is like I have I have two roommates who are lovely, but they're they're human beings, so they make noise, right? Yeah. Um, which I was kind of struggling with and, uh, to, to be able to sleep through really anything has been nice. My, my unconscious self is kind of fighting the earplugs a little bit. Mm -hmm. I keep waking up with one of them in my hand, like not, not like just taken out, but like held in my hand Huh? because I think unconscious Caleb is like, "Eh, if, if awake Caleb loses this, he's going to be really upset. So (laughs) let's just hold on to this. It's uncomfortable as hell. But I'm not throwing it across the room. Right? Interesting. Yeah. I started sleeping with a sleep mask like yeah. know, a couple months ago, I think. And like it's just it's just a brand now. Like Bria walks in, I have a sleep mask on and it's just all comfy cozy. Yeah, like, now, it's becoming now where like going to sleep is like a process. Yeah. Right? And it's like I okay, I because I used to well and I still do on my days off sleep with TV on in the background because mm-hmm. I got tinnitus and the ringing is is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um but with the earplugs, I can't do that. There's no point because I can't hear it, right? Yeah. And that's the part that kind of rocks me to sleep. So I put the earplugs in now and I got I got to lay there for like an hour mm-hmm. before I can even start drifting, right? right? Because it's like there's nothing going on. My ears are ringing. Yeah. So it's an adjustment. And I haven't fully adjusted yet, but I'm hoping that uh, – I'm waiting for that day where I wake up and both earplugs are still in. Mm. And I'm just like – Yes, I made it, right? Yeah. yeah. That was one of the things that um, I guess helped me. I think it was back in like 2016 when I really got into sleep. Um, I, I read like Sean Stevenson's Sleep Smarter. I think it's actually down. Yeah, it's the bottom book down there. I'm going to take that. Yeah, do. It's, yeah. It changed my life, honestly. It's just a bunch of ways to give yourself the best chance of having a good night's sleep. And like one of the main things is like make sleep a priority. Like, Think of it like you got a sleep date coming up with your bed and get excited about it. Like eight o'clock, turn off those electronics. Like, you know, have a, have a bit of a routine. Yeah. Like, I guess with tonight, it's going to be a little different because I can totally understand how having that background it's noise. It's horrible, could, man. Like yeah. any, and, and I loud situations, my ears will crackle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to this concert and luckily the earplugs I ordered came with two sets. Nice. I'm going to bring a set and see if it helps at the mm-hmm. concert at all. Uh, but yeah, tinnitus is a, Bitch, man, take care of your ears is all I can say. Is there, like, a thing that brought that on? It's just loud music mm-hmm. when I was a kid and, like, 
you know, I was, I was wearing headphones, over ear headphones, and just cranking it, right? And it's just like, yeah. it's just from abusing your eardrums. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> And good. unfortunately, you know, when I was young, I didn't think about it. And now... Start to care about yourself. Like, over <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. Well, like when you can never truly know silence. Yeah. Like, I don't know true silence. Fair. Anymore. Because if I'm in a silent room, it's going... The whole time, right? Mm-hmm. It's horrible. So a fan is nice for falling asleep too um, or some sort of television on in the background right? what about like podcasts or uh, I do I do because if it's something I've never heard before or seen before I can't fall asleep because I'm intrigued right, right? Right, right, right with The Office I've seen it start to finish 10 times yeah. so it's like okay I can just fall That's asleep fair. to this right if I tried to put a podcast on maybe one of yours like one that I'd heard because mm-hmm. you have a soothing voice oh, hi um, thank you <laughs> Um, but you're doing like ASMR or whatever the heck it's called. Right, and, I, that's and I've been told I have a good voice for that, right? Oh, like, um, dude, I would listen to like yeah, uh, binging with Babish. I've been told that I have a similar voice to okay. him. Um, and his whole thing is ASMR while okay. he cooks, right? Um, do you really not know it? No, it's a YouTube channel. Okay, um, check it out. Uh, but I've been told I have a similar tone mm. to him. Um, which has been has been good for my job because I'm over the phones, um, but yeah, like I I, I I need to fall asleep to something, mm. and the earplugs have been really mm. really making it difficult. Plus, I have sleep apnea that's that I don't have a mask for because I sleep on my stomach, mm. and yeah. you can't sleep on your stomach when you have a sleep apnea yeah. mask. Maybe like a sleep apnea machine where it's like humming in the background might. Uh, well, yeah, around. but like so I did the test right, yeah, and yeah. the test is like this thing that straps to your forehead and you can't sleep on your stomach and i'm a stomach sleeper and yes i know it's a terrible way to sleep but it's so it's my body i can't do anything about it that's how i sleep right um that was one of the worst sleeps i've ever had in my life was that test because i had to sleep sitting up basically and they're like yeah no you have mild to severe sleep apnea okay great i i need to wait for my benefits to kick in before i can get the machine Mm -hmm. but like I can't sleep on my back. I can't mm. do it. I'm a you know on my front with my leg kicked out, maybe one foot out of the covers because it's nice and chilly. Um, so I mean, I think I just kind of have to suffer through the fact that I really am only getting three hours of sleep a night. That's fair. Yeah. Did you find during the sober October that your sleep improved at all? I mean, maybe, but I was also adjusting my sleep schedule at this time. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oof. Um, I was, I was changing my sleep schedule at the same time. So it's, it's been a weird month for me in terms of oh, that strong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that wanted to be open. Yeah. That's been, that's been yeah. That, wanted to be open for a month. Maybe get some like egg cartons on the wall here. Cause yeah. that was, you know, I, I gotta do something with yeah. you. Like I'm, I am going to eventually, I do want eventually want to do like a video show kind of yeah. thing. Like, yeah. That'd be cool. But video show. That'll take it. That'll take something. Some definitely some egg cartons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, my my like because my sleep schedule is already all over the place this mm-hmm. month. Um, from transitioning from nine to five, and then they had me on one to nine thirty, and then now and then I just came off of three to eleven thirty, mm-hmm. and then next week I start five thirty to two a.m. That's rough. right. But I'm fine with it, like because all I hear is gym at two a.m. <laughs> right yeah. and that excites me and um 
but yeah, the, the getting there and getting comfortable there is, is going to be the real challenge. Luckily, my roommates are both nine to five mm-hmm. people. So once they're out of the house, I got nothing that's going to wake me up before my five, five thirty shift. Right. No. Um, the struggle has been transitioning my meals, mm. right? Because I wake up at noon right now. I have like a smoothie, right? Which I have every day. And then, but by the time my lunch schedule, my lunch break comes around, I'm not really hungry, yeah. right? But it's like, I got to force myself to eat because it's the only half an hour I'm getting, mm. right? I can't eat my whole meal in 15 minutes. And then I get home and I feel bad because it's 3 a.m. And... I don't want to wake my roommates up by cooking, right? Yeah. So then what happens is I'll either get a pizza at Sobeys or I'll go through a drive-thru. And I don't want to do that, yeah. right? No. So what I've taken to doing now is cooking up a bunch of chicken breast so that when I come home, I can just slice it up, chuck it on a salad, go to my room, eat, right? <laughs> meal prep by necessity. Oh, man. Well, I've been meal prepping for a while now, right? Yeah. Um, so this is now it's I got a meal prep dinner as well as lunch gotcha. which yeah. has been a new transition but new, but a positive yeah i mean hopefully it sheds some pounds i mean have you been seeing you said like you've mm. lost like mm. some beer weight at least but like yeah no i've been seeing crazy results over the month of october and like part of that was being sick because when i was when i'm sick i'm eating purely out of necessity mm-hmm. right like um <laughs> big thing whenever i have a head cold uh there's a a Chinese restaurant in town called Lung Seven. They do a hot and sour soup mm. that mm. could cure cancer. It is so fucking good. Is there anything better than a good hot and sour no, soup? No, no. It's my favorite thing in the world. And when I moved to Halifax, I struggled for a while to find a good one, and I found it. Mm. And when I was living on Roby Street, it was a block away from me. And it was incredible. I could walk there when I was sick, right? Now, I drove halfway across. Not even halfway. I drove across town to get it. Because I was like, I don't want to risk a different restaurant mm-hmm. not having a good enough soup. Theirs is incredible. I'm going to go get it, mm-hmm. right? So I drove. I got it. I drove past my old house. I was a little sad. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> grabbed that soup, went home, and you know, went to sleep with a nice belly full of hot and sour soup. Not much better than that. Oh, so good. Yeah. And it's vegetarian ah. for, for all the vegetarians oh, out there. There you go. With it Meatless Monday or whatever the trendy thing is. Well, I mean, I got Buddha Bowls coming up next week. I'm going to hey. be vegetarian at lunch at least. So I, I've heard you say that a couple times. I'm ignorant. What is a Buddha Bowl? Um, so actually a friend of mine, uh, Brandy, uh, so I put up on my on my Instagram, uh, I did burrito bowls last week and she said, have you ever done Buddha Bowls? Right. And I said, no, what is that, right? Because I'm always open to new meal preps because the same chicken, rice, broccoli is getting a bit old, right? And she said, she was like, it's quinoa, roasted veggies that are tossed in sesame oil is a big part of it. Um, And then top it with avocado because we're millennials and that's what we do. And so I went out, I got quinoa at Bulk Barn Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to reduce my single-use plastic usage. Yep. Went today, went to the market, grabbed some broccoli, some zucchini, some mushrooms. Excuse me. Um, some some bell peppers. <laughs> this may be like the highest belch per podcast. Or per, yeah, I, I haven't I haven't drank in a No, I don't. And like it's, <laughs> no, do it. I think it shows that we're not just drinking water. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I, I've put more beer back in the past, uh, what, what are we at, half an hour at this point? Uh, 36 minutes yeah, to be exact. Yeah. Uh, um, 
Yeah, so, uh, and then I think I'm going to do, because quinoa is already pretty high in protein, but I think mm-hmm. I'm going to do a, like a half-boiled egg yep. in every one of them. Okay. Um, and then i got to come up with some sort of sauce. I, I have to have sauces when I'm doing meal prep, because mm-hmm. otherwise it just feels so dry. If, uh, if you're going to head by Costco, they have this like um, like Asian vinaigrette. Um, I think that they're, they're about to be sold out of it, because they right. put it down at like, the discount price. I'll show you the bottle once we're out of here. I take a bit of that, mix it with some balsamic vinegar, makes any sense. Balsamic vinegar is... That's fair, yeah. I mean, like, I, I made a... I did a... I don't know if you saw on my, my cooking page, um, but I did... A, I cooked up a nice piece of salmon mm. the other night and made a balsamic dressing mm. to go on the spinach salad that I made. I was very proud of that one. Yeah. It, was, it was quite delicious. Yeah. I remember last time we were talking about, you know, Chef Caleb and all the creations. I, I'm pumped to go on that page sometimes just like get some inspo uh, and i've started like I, i'm ramping up that page a little bit more because i let it fall off yeah. and i've been craving creative outlets lately yeah. right and that um again sober october had me reaching for stuff to do right mm-hmm. and like it was like oh this cooking like i'm cooking every day it's like people have been reacting positively to it i'm gonna keep putting that that out there right yeah um and so you know, if I can, if I can at least inspire some people to cook, mm-hmm. that's great, right? Because I, I want people to be healthy, yeah. and like I wasn't healthy for a long time, and I feel pretty healthy now. So if I can help other people start making their own lives healthier, then mm-hmm. great. Absolutely. If I can positively affect somebody with through Instagram, I'm gonna do my best to do that. I mean, the booty shots don't hurt either, but no. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, get, hopping back on the Sober October lessons train, I, uh, I, I've i been pretty open on here about, you know, my past issues, or well, not even past, it's like, you know, issues with like bulimia and, you know, like binge eating, that kind of thing, right? And one of the things I noticed was as soon as, you know, the beer and weed went away was just an automatic hop back into like eating as a way to fill that form. Were you craving chocolate? I don't really have oh, a sweet my tooth. Goodness, yeah. But this month, I was craving Dude. chocolate because I was like, I need that endorphin release, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I, it was two a.m. Yeah. and I'm sitting in my room. I was like, I'm going to the corner store. I need chocolate. Yeah, and yeah. That's not an impulse that I normally no. have, right? See, I went to elementary school in Langley, and in grade four, I ended up moving to Abbotsford, which is like 20 minutes away. YQQ. Right. Um, and my, so my dad worked in Vancouver, so he would drive me to my grandma's house in Langley, where I would, you know, get there, go to school, come home, and then he'd pick me up on the way back. Every day after school, my grandma would make me this trail mix bowl. You know, it was like just, you know, uh, like almonds, cashews. M&M's, throw in some marshmallows. <laughs> Gotta right? have chocolate in, in yeah, a trail mix. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit of chocolate chips. And they're like, it was, you know, it is what it is. It was, it was great. But, and then I had that every single time. And I am like 80% sure that's why I was an overweight child. And I have trail mix in that covered. And every time I was coming home from work, I found myself just like filling up that bowl with the trail mix yeah, mix. Just right? get a mitt full of that trail mix. Yeah. And it's just like... You know, like, like you just become so much more aware of the things that you do when you're sober as well. It's just, you're just like, I've been doing that a lot. Yeah, it's a lot harder to dismiss things. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, like, it's just another thing to be aware of. It's just like, hey, like, just because things are going well, it doesn't mean that you're immune to things going poorly. Yeah. Or there's always something that you can improve on, I guess, is another thing. 
And um, yeah, so that's going to be my focus because I made the, I don't want to call it dumb decision, but you know, I bought a 120 count box of I'm aware. Halloween candy, I know. which I broke out <laughs> as soon as you walked <laughs> you in the door. it right in my face. And, uh, <laughs> dude, every time I go in the kitchen, I know it's there and it's, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to be battling that for the next little while. Well, and that's why I avoid mm-hmm. those things, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody... Everybody I'm talking to is like, oh, are you going to get the discount candy? He's like, fuck no, I'm not going to get the discount candy. Because I will sit in my bed in my underwear eating it like an animal and then fall asleep Mm -hmm. on a bed of wrappers and cry myself to sleep. With the rationalization that if I eat it faster, it will be out of the house (laughs) faster. Exactly. I do not do that because I have impulse control issues. Yeah. Right, yeah. which I'm very open about the mm-hmm. fact that my my impulse control is terrible. Yeah. Right. Um. So, no, I'm not gonna go <laughs> buy fifty percent off Halloween candy. It's going That's to kill me. Bad news, right? Bears. And like, I'll get there and I'll go. Oh, I want candy, but I also want chocolate. I guess I'll get three of each. Right. <laughs> like because. <laughs> Because it's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, peanut butter cups are awesome, but so are Sour Patch Kids, yeah. but they're not in the same box, so I got to get one of each, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's yeah. how, in my head, makes sense to me. Absolutely. That was me in Ottawa. We had a, uh, we not only had a shawarma place and a pizza place in the basement of my apartment building, we had like a corner store, essentially. So like, it was like, pretty <laughs> seven nights a week, go down there. Hmm. Yeah, I do want Reese's. But I also want some like sour, and I kind of want something to wash it down with. And oh, well, look, I'm two fifty. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was just yeah, it's yeah, just something again to be aware of. Just like there's always going to be something to replace whatever you're. you're yeah, you're always right. going to have your vices. Yeah, and vices are a completely normal human thing to have. Yeah. Right. You just need to try and have healthier vices, yeah. right? Yeah. I have the beer vice, mm-hmm. but I've got it under control. Mm-hmm. 100% I've got it under control. I'm not scared of beer. I've got the gym, which is a great vice. There's other things in my life that I'm like, that has taken over and I need to get rid of it, mm-hmm. right? And I have mm-hmm. quite successfully. Have I fallen off? Absolutely. I'm not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with the vices I currently have. Beer, the gym, you know, mm-hmm. there are worse things to be controlled by. At least I've never done heroin. <laughs> there we go, right? <laughs> um, and that's one of the cool things is like, like things like Sober October are nice because it like raises your floor, I guess. But if you want to get rid of something that you don't like, the best thing to do is to add in something good. Yeah. Like when you go to the gym, you know, it naturally has the other shit fall off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, that two hours that I'm at the gym, I can't be doing self-destructive shit because I'm at the gym. I mean, unless you're doing heroin in the gym, but I guess that's probably not. And the one time I did that, it was awkward. (laughs) (laughs) People were looking at me. No. Um, I fell asleep on the leg press. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, so I know you brought like a list with you of like things you learned. Pretty much tackled it all. Yeah. Um, There was just one thing that like, so something that happened to me at the gym um, that I wasn't sure how to approach it. Um, I am a single man. I have been single for a few months now. I had a what I thought was a connection with a woman at the gym. 
right? Like we were on the similar machines. We were doing the same day, basically. I was unsure if I was allowed to go talk to her. Mm. Like if that was kosher. Mm. Like if going up and being like, hey, like thought I was feeling a vibe, right? But at the same time, it's like, I'm six foot one. I'm 230 pounds. I'm a large, intimidating man. The last thing I want to do is make a woman feel uncomfortable in a place that should be a safe space, mm. right? So, like, do I go talk to her or do I hope that we match on Tinder? Like, that's, <laughs> like, yeah. like, how do I approach that? And I just kind of wanted to get an outside perspective on should I have... I was yeah. thinking about the move of just pulling up my snap code and just throwing my phone kind of near her and just being like, oops, <laughs> oh no, right? But I really had no idea how to approach it. And I, I really, like, there's been a couple times that, I, that I've not talked to a woman that I really wanted to. And I'm trying to live with less regret. Mm. And those two things have been, like, serious regret to me. So... I mean, I just like to get someone else's take on. Yeah, I mean, I think that. like, because like, I've I've definitely felt that sort of feeling before in my past life. Um, I think the fact that you're at least thinking that and like trying to make sure you're doing the I just don't want to feel thing. like a predator ever. No, I, right? I, I I get it, but I think like that's the, the fact that you're even thinking that is a good thing, and I think that sets you up to like approach a situation better. Like you're thinking like are we the only two people in this gym? Like, could this be threatening in a way? Like, like that is like, like something that some people don't do. Well, and as a guy of my stature, you're mm. sitting across me looking at me. You understand I'm a huge person, right? Regardless of the gym, even if I didn't go to the gym, I'm still a you're, big guy, you're, you're, right? You're a tall drink of water. And this and, is, yeah. this is, you know, this is a woman at the gym who's just trying to work out. But I mean, I was like, eh. She kind of looked at me a couple times, but this is not the space to do it. Sure. But it was like, I don't know when I'm ever going to run into her again. That's fair. Like, do I go up and say, hey, I'm Caleb. How you doing? Let's get a coffee because I'm not drinking this month. <laughs> or, you know, or do I just let it go? And I let it go. And then I tried to be at the gym at the same time as her mm. the, a week later, right? Didn't work out. Mm. Still had a great workout. But, um yeah, I was just like, I was like, I don't know how to navigate that life. And I'm trying to do less of my dating online now. Mm -hmm. I want to sort of try and meet somebody organically. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that that's a situation where I just really didn't know how that's to fair. act. That's fair. I mean, I feel like if, as long as you don't like, you know, throw your snap coat out there and throw your foot up on the bench <laughs> in like some old basketball shorts and say, suck. <laughs> I feel like it'll probably go okay for you. Like, worst case scenario, she says, no, leave me alone. It's yeah. Like, okay. But cool. that's the thing is if she said, no, leave me alone, I would be like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go join another gym. <laughs> See you later. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't go join another gym. But I would definitely, that would be the end of my workout. That's cool. <laughs> like, I would have to go the fuck home. I mean, right? I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, but also, like, that's that would be, like, worst, worst case scenario and probably yeah. not the most likely. I mean, you're a lovely human being. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I like to think so. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I, you know, go for but it. But she didn't know that. No. She, she was just seeing me just getting all swole. Yeah, but she also <laughs> won't know that if you never say hi. Yeah, true. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, should I run into her again? I absolutely say something, mm -hmm. right? But at in that time, like... I, see, I have issues with, like, in the moment, mm. like, reacting. But then when I think back later, it's like, oh, I could have done this. I could have done this. I could have done this. 
next time I'll do that, right? So now it's a matter of, I really hope I run into her again. Or somebody else, right? Like, it's not even, like, her specifically, but it's like, can I go talk to somebody at the gym? I don't know. Because it's a very... uh, It's very easy to seem predatory in that situation. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's... Because people are vulnerable in the gym. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're you're even vulnerable. I'm vulnerable in the gym. But I'm also... A tall drink of water. A tall, like, broad man. So... Well, I appreciate you, like, not just thinking about yourself. <laughs> and, like, and, like, and I, I think, like, I, I think that's a big thing these days, too. It's just, like, we're going to, yeah. Just, yes, like, I, I agree with you that um, it can be such a, a vulnerable place in the gym. And you want to make sure that you're coming across in the right way. Um, and I think that's not just, like, us. I think a lot of people have felt that way. Um, but, I mean, I think that also comes with some confidence as well is, like, Knowing who you are. Not a predator. No. I'm a friendly guy. Yeah. I think if you just be yourself, that'll come across. And he's abandoned the glass just going for the growler. Well, I mean, there's just a little sit left. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So we've gotten through a lot of different lessons and stuff that we learned through Sober October. Complaining about the uh, Raptors. Yeah. Um, We'll we'll get into this after this question because we are going to record another podcast after this. Tyler, <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna get into it. Um, but I had a, a question for you that I ask everyone on the show that I've asked you once before. I'm ready for this? You're one. ready for this one. Awesome. What is one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy? Life? And it's amazing that this comes right after what I just said um, because I was waiting for this question because I listened to um, your pod with Abby. Yeah. And uh, your pod with um, Bring It Daily. I remember his, yeah. his yeah, Instagram. Jason. Um, and, and, and I was like, I gotta be ready for that question. Um, my thing right now is trying really hard to not let fear control my life Hmm. because I am a very fearful person, Mm -hmm. right? I, I really worry about like what other people's opinions of me are. And in this situation with at the gym, afraid to, I was so crippled by fear about Mm -hmm. feeling or seeming like a predator. Yeah that I didn't do something that I really wish I had. So just that fear impulse is good. Right. And like, if you're about to do something terrible, maybe lean into it. But when you're about to do something as innocent as saying hi to somebody that you're like, Oh, this is an interesting woman. Just, just get rid of it. Just, just put yourself out there and say hi to somebody. Stop letting fear control your decision making mm-hmm. and and that's something I've struggled with for a long time and I'm really working on that now. Yeah. There's a thousand reasons not to do something. Just find one that makes you do exactly. it. Exactly. There's a couple good reasons for you to do it, right? Exactly. And, and man, have I let fear control a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm trying real hard to not. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the tip for a happy, healthy life I is just don't do what I've done in the past. <laughs> Be better than me. <laughs> Put that on my gravestone. Yes. <laughs> Actually, when I was going to start this show, I was going to call it like lessons learned or like don't do what I've done. Yeah. Like, so, something like that. Because like, that was the whole press was of the show is like, I've made some mistakes. Let's see how we can like learn from this. Yeah. But yeah, like that's it is. Yeah. Just don't let fear hold you back. Yeah. Like, that's... And, and fear holds me back every day of my life. Mm-hmm. And just to try and bust through that, that impulse to let it 
mm-hmm. ha- has been the biggest challenge of my life. Yeah. And, and I'm more aware of it as, as I was sober mm-hmm. for a month. Um, yeah, I just uh, I just really hope people don't let fear control them. Oh. I mean, like I've like I said, I've worked in like addictions. I've worked in mental health. I've worked in a lot of different things. And like fear is at the root of people not growing a lot of the time. There's fear in putting down drinking or drugging. There's fear in the unknown. There's fear in working out. There's and, f- and, and there's fear in, in putting yourself out there as someone who hasn't worked out. Yeah. And this is something that took me a lot of years to realize. It's like you have to be comfortable looking like a wuss in the gym to become a beast in the gym. And I'm far from being a beast in the gym. Like I'm still... I got a forty-five, like two forty-fives on a bench. Hey, right? that's nothing to that's nothing to blink at. I mean, like one on each side. Uh, well, so, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But no. I got to be okay yeah. with that to be able to put three forty-fives on each side, right? Mm-hmm. Is you you have to you have to start out being sh- you got to be shitty to get better. Yeah, which is from the movie Goon, mm-hmm. and it's and it's something that mm-hmm. I've tried to put in my life. You got to be shitty to get better. Yeah. So. To, to remove all that, oh, I hope these people don't think I suck, and just fucking do it, man. You're going to suck at the start. But that's um, why you do it. And one of the best quotes I ever saw um, was, like, when you see a, a child learning to walk, and they'll fall 50 times, do you think they ever go, nah, maybe this walking thing isn't for me? <laughs> no, they're going to keep trying to walk, mm-hmm. right? So just keep keep at it. Yep. It's through the failures that we grow. Yeah. yeah. It's very true. All right. So first off, where can people find you online? Uh, so I have three Instagrams now. Uh, my my newest one, you just followed the other day. I'm sort of, sort of keeping it low key. Um, so I've got at Caleb from Canada is my regular just messing around Instagram. Caleb likes to cook, um, which is... Uh, my cooking page, which has gotten a bit more active as of late. Um, and the newest addition to the Caleb Network, as, as I'm like calling it, it. Um, is uh, Caleb Hates Cardio. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like that name might not be permanent, but... I, I, I like the name. You like I it? Like yeah. It um, because a friend of mine recently joined my gym and told me that... I'm going to get worked up here. Um that I inspired him to go to the gym, mm. which to me is like, really? Mm. Like me? <laughs> like I've been the fat kid my whole life, yeah. right? And to have somebody say that I inspired them to go back to the gym um, was incredible. And so Caleb Hates Cardio was my way of, I'm just going to put it up there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to document my life in the gym so that people can see like, you can do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to, the gym is not my entire life. I'm not, you know, shredded six packs. I still drink beer and I still eat McDonald's on occasion. It's just a way for people to see that like, yeah, you know, the small changes that you make in your life can make you better. So Caleb hates cardio, which I fucking do. I hate cardio so much. I'd much rather lift weights, but I do it every day. I do cardio every day. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my newest page. It is private for now. So you'll have to request a follow. Um, because I do have a hard time putting myself out there like that. Um, there are pictures of me shirtless for the first time ever hmm. on, on the internet. Um, but 
I mean, I've made some big changes in the past year, and uh, if that can help somebody kickstart their journey, then I'm happy to do it. I mean, yeah, um, never overlook the power of being vulnerable and being real. Well, and yeah, that's a that's a big part of my journey. It's yeah. just vulnerability, right? Yes, yeah. it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's yeah. a tough thing to do. And yep. and that that new Instagram page in in the the Caleb Network. Yep. <laughs> I love that the Caleb Network. The Caleb Network yeah. um, is just uh, is just to do that. It's yep. like if I can help inspire somebody, then I'll do it. Yep. Am I looking to be the next fitness guru? Not at all. But uh, you know, when someone said you made me get back in the gym, great. Let's see if I can do it for somebody else. Awesome. So speaking of the Caleb Network, we're uh, going to record another podcast. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I'm yeah, going to be oh, three shit, sheets yeah. to the wind. That's I mean in the I, bag. That sounds for a on pilot brand. episode. That sounds on yeah, brand. exactly. Let's so set them up for uh, for what's what's really what, what to expect. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to take like a big old swig and just like give the idea of the show? All right. So this show, which I am. I think I'm taking the wheel, mm-hmm. right, as the host, but Tyler is going to be my co-host, um, was was a concept I had uh, following a podcast that I love, that I dearly love. It's called All Fantasy Everything, where they fantasy draft random shit, right? And I was like, that's a great concept. I love it. But I had a twist on it. Um, and so the, the, the podcast is going to be called Rated. So every week two weeks whatever we decide right it's going to be it's going to be a little bit uh random to start we're going to pick a topic um and we're going to discuss we're going to each pick one thing from that topic that is overrated perfectly rated and underrated and i say it in that order specifically because i want to end with positivity Mm -hmm. because i'm trying to be more positive um so the overrated is going to be, and, and and this is going to be the struggle with the overrated because it's going to be really easy to just be like, this thing sucks. I don't like it. It's overrated. It's shitty. No, no, no. It has to be something that generally is liked that mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. we think is an overrated item, yeah. right? And then perfectly rated is something that's like, it's good. Doesn't need any more press. That's going to be really quick and easy to breeze through. But then the underrated, I think, is where we're going to really shine um, in things that we love that we think don't get enough love. That's fair. Right? Which happens to me a lot. Like, in a lot of topics that we're going to go over, I feel like, man, why don't more people appreciate this? Mm -hmm. It's so fantastic. More people should like it. And I hope that in doing so, we introduce some people to some new stuff. Right? And without getting too into it. Um, I'm very excited. This is, again, I've been reaching for creative outlets and this is an idea I've had for a while. So I'm very excited to start this with you because you reacted very positively when I told you this idea. I'm Um, so into it. and, And I, and I'm so looking forward to it. And it's, you know, you do this podcast, which is, is fantastic. And it's a dive into people's mental health and all this stuff. But you need, we need some lightheartedness in our lives. Oh, and yes, if I can do. and if I can help be lighthearted, mm-hmm. which I think sort of my wheelhouse, um, then then I'm very looking forward to recording. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> do we want to tease the first topic idea on the end of the um, show as well? Yeah, okay. So um, 
<laughs> the, the plan to do this episode uh, has been happening for a while, but through being busy and being sick was a big mm-hmm. part of it. Um, the plan was to record this on the first day of fall, but unfortunately it didn't happen. But our first topic is going to be fall. Yeah. Uh, so things from fall that are overrated, perfectly rated, and underrated. Um, I can't wait. Which I, I am very excited for because it's my favorite season. Man, hot up top for that. Yeah. You know what? No, sober October. Sober October. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wait. We need a better one for the microphone here. There you go. Gosh. Mm. So thank you for tuning in to another week of the Declaration. I hope podcast. I didn't ramble too much. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it, you. Uh, yeah, Caleb, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for being my H2 bro. H2 bros. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of H2 being consumed this episode. No. But... I mean, I might do a different month next next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I really did uh, learn a lot, and I appreciated having someone to go through it with. Yes, so it was nice. And that. and we did exchange a few messages throughout the month. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it was nice to know I wasn't going through it alone. Yeah. Right? Um, because <laughs> big part of who I am is I feel lonely a lot, and... Uh, to know I had someone having my back was was really really incredible. Yeah, yeah. and like to not get cheesy or too like big viewpoint macro viewpoint. That's life, man. Like yeah. we don't gotta go through it alone. And you can always reach out when you need help or just someone to talk to or someone to be silly with. Yeah, message me honestly. Yeah, I hope people here, here, give out your number. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right for all the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look up Caleb online uh, if you're down to Tinder him. Tinder the him. Caleb Network. The Caleb Network. Uh, look it up. Keep it in your mind and in your hearts and your yeah, just whatever. <laughs> this is going downhill quick. Uh, have a good week. Let's record. Let's rated. record. Rated. Uh, bye.